Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirem and Daf Yomi. We are now on Darim Daf Samachet Amud Aleph, and picking up from where we left off in the last podcast of the partnership between the Baal, the Av and the Arus, the father and the fiancé, with an Aramu Rasa, vis-à-vis Hafarat and Darim, the Gemara asks the following question, which will be the focus of our entire discussion today. Ibayalu. Baal Megas Gaias, and as we shown him point out, the same question can be asked about the father. Baal Megas Gaias or Miklash Kalish? Does the husband, meaning one of the partners, does he cut off half the neder, or does he simply weaken the neder? In other words, what's the nature of the neder uh, after the hafara of one of them? Or shall we say, what is the role of each one of them? Is it each one of them cuts half the neder? Or does each one of them weaken the netter so that when both of them have repudiated it, it disappears? Now, Hecha Kamibailan, which is Nadarim talk for Lamainafkamina, meaning what practical difference is there, whether it's Miklash Kalish or Omega's guys? The answer is going to Nadromi trains eighteen, according to the Argir so that we have. She took a netter from two specific olives. So her the Arus heard about it, he repudiated it immediately. And nonetheless, so she went ahead and ate them, the two of them, and the father had not repudiated it. Uh, we may have to pause it here for this to work at all. The father did hear about it and didn't say anything, but we'll see. He, I'm going to make us guys, if you want to take the position that each partner cuts the netter in half, then lock you. That means that she took a netter from two olives. She is, uh, she uh, has had the netter cut in half, which means that one of these two olives is still totally banned to her. She ate them both, and therefore she gets makot, because she certainly did violate the neder. But if, on the other hand, you say that each partner weakens the neder, then now when she eats the two olives, she's eating two olives that ideally she should avoid, but are not fully banned to her. So how do we solve it? My sotoshma. Now what we're going to quote here is a tosefta, it is an expansion on the next Mishnah. So the next Mishnah states, and you might want to take a look ahead, say the next Mishnah on Daf Ayin Amor Aleph says, If the father dies, in other words, there's a girl who is betrothed, she's a maiden, and father dies at that point, the domain does not get emptied out, literally, to the Baal. In other words, it's not as if the Baal now becomes both father and, and fiancé. But, but if the Baal dies, the fiancé dies, then all of that reverts back to the father. So that's the Mishnah. Now, the Breita, um, which is Tosefta in Perikvav, uh asks the following question. Uh, when do we say that with the death of the fiancé, all of those rights go back to the father to have sole purview and ability over Hafara? Here's what happened. The husband never heard about the netter before he died. Uh, so in other words, the girl took a netter, and uh, the husband was somewhere else, and five minutes later he died. And then when father heard about the netter, he was made fair that how far alone is enough. Or the husband heard about it, and he said nothing. He didn't confirm it. He didn't, it wasn't made for it. And, uh, or he was made fair. He died on the same day that he heard about it, and he either was silent or was made fair. That's a, that is what the Mishnah that says that when the husband dies, it all pours back to the father. Those are the cases where it happens. So, in other words, to recap, 
if the husband never, or the fiance never heard about it, and he died, and then father heard about it and was made fair, that's fine. If the f- the fiance heard about it and said nothing, or heard about it and was made fair, and then he died on that same day, then it all becomes the father's domain. Now, aval im Let's say that the fiance heard about it and confirmed the neder on the spot, and then he could die five minutes later. Or or he heard about it, said nothing, and the next day he died, which, by the way, is the same as a kiyum, because his silence until the next day is equal to his confirmation, and he died the next day. Then, the father can no longer be because now we've got what we will call an active confirmation of the neder by the Baal, either by his saying so, and dying whenever he died, or by his silence and dying on the next day. Or later. Now, Shama via Veferla, watch this. If father heard about the nether and was Mayfair, for they speak and the husband didn't hear the fiance didn't hear about the nether. And then the father died, which means father was made for the nether, father died, husband hadn't yet heard about it, and now husband heard hears that's what the reference of the second half of the Mishnah is. That if the father dies, it doesn't open, it doesn't all pour to the Baal, which means we don't say now that the Baal has total purview over the netter and can be Mayferit, uh, picking up the father's peace. But Shema Baal let's say that the husband heard about the netter and he was Mayfair. So here's what happened. The husband, the fiance heard about it, repudiated the netter, and father didn't yet hear about it before the the husband died. Then, in that case, we apply the first rule, which is, when the Baal dies, it all goes back to the father, because father had not yet had a chance to hear, and the husband had already um, done hafara. But Now let's take the flip part. Let's say the husband heard about it, and repudiated, just like the previous case. And now father didn't have a chance, and father died. Then the husband cannot. And that, because the, the husband can never be Mayfair unless he has the partnership of the father. This is all an expansion on the Mishnah, and when we see the Mishnah, we will examine it further. But this Hosef is being brought for the following purpose. Shama via Veferla. Here we go. If the father heard about it, it was Mayfair. Well, he speak about Lishpon Shemait, and the husband never had a chance to hear about it, and he died. The father then goes back and is Mayfair the other half. In other words, um, the father heard about it, he was Mayfair, so we assume now that half the netter is cut. The husband never heard about it, in other words, he died before he had a chance to hear about it. Then the father goes and is Mayfair the other half. That's the Tosefta. Tosefta ends with the following comment. I'm Ramnatan Hain Hindi Rabbit Shamai. That's only Beit Shamai's opinion. Betelo says that the father cannot be Mayfair. Why? And that's the end of the discussion. Which means that according to Rabbi Natan's report about this being a machloket, we now infer uh, from here that the the corner Beit Shamai, the nature of the relationship between the Baal and the the Arus and the Av is Megas Gaias. Each one cuts in half. Therefore, when the father was Mayfair, half is cut. When the husband, he has a half that he has to cut. When he dies before he even hears about it, there's a half still out there that's available. Father can be made for that, and it's gone. 
Beit Hillel, who says he can't do it, believe it's Miklash College, which means each person simply weakens the netter. Now, father weakened the netter to some extent. Husband never heard about it, and now husband died. Father can't re-weaken his own half, and therefore he's not unable to do it, since there was a husband at the time of the netter, and since he was not made for the netter, therefore will always remain a weak netter, and there is no way to repudiate it. There is, of course, Hathar Sadarim and other vehicles, but that is the entire discussion. In the next podcast, we will pick up at this point with various questions about retracting the Afara, retracting the Hakim, etc., etc., which we will deal with and get to the next Mishnah, which which is the basis for the point that was today's discussion. Everyone should have a wonderful day.